What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Tyler Reese Tritt over Zoom video. Tyler was born and raised in Georgia and talks about how she got into music. Her father is the country legend, Travis Tritt. So she obviously grew up all around music. She has two brothers, two younger brothers who are both uh, musicians as well. Tyler talked about singing at a very early age. I think around three years old is when she started singing and took vocal lessons, piano lessons around six and recorded her first song, actually a duet with her dad at 14, where they recorded the Don Henley, Patti Smith song, Sometimes Love Just Ain't Enough. And Tyler has a funny story about recording that song in the studio with her dad, and that was her first experience in a recording studio. We hear about her releasing her very first song around 17 called Perfect, and then taking about six years to really find her sound and releasing, as she calls her debut, the song Porchlight, which she released earlier this year. She tells us about that. And the most recent song, Texas Hold'em. You can watch the interview with Tyler on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Tyler Reese Tritt. Hi, Tyler. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for for doing this. Of course. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Um, I'm Adam, and this is about you and your journey in music. And uh, we'll talk about Texas Hold'em and everything else you have uh, coming up. Perfect. Amazing. Um, first off. Where were you born and raised in Georgia? Is that what I read? Or, yep, born and raised in Georgia. Okay, and you're still there now. Yes. Are you in Nashville? Oh, okay. Yeah, I go back and forth because it's only a three-hour drive, so it's really not that bad. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> south of Nashville now, in uh, like Williamson County, Franklin area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My so cousin, my cousin used to live in Franklin. Oh, cool. Very, very <laughs> cool. Um, so Power Springs, is that where originally you're from? Yep, Powder Springs. I was born in um the Kennesaw Marietta, Marietta area. And then um, which is only like 15, 20, 30 minutes from here. And then we moved to Hiram. Okay. What was that like? I mean, I mean, I my dad did it, but um I love it here because I mean we're just far enough out in the country where you know, nothing really, it's kind of quiet and peaceful, but then if we want to go to the mall or we want to go do something fun, it's only a short drive away. That's good. Nice. Mm -hmm. Perfect little balance there. sounds like. I love it. Um, and obviously you do come from a quite a musical family. Dad's yeah. a very accomplished <laughs> musician. And then I, I also saw that your brother is like some prodigy violinist. Is that true? No. <laughs> oh. What, a, where was I reading this? He, uh, I have one brother play, my middle brother plays, uh, guitar very, very well. And he sings, yeah. 
he um he has like the rocker vibe and then my other my youngest brother plays the drums and the guitar and they think he sings but we're not sure yet <laughs> no way so i found this whole thing about how your brother was like a like some prodigy violin player <laughs> i don't know I, i'm gonna tell him because he's gonna yeah. be like what what no i gotta find the thing i was just like oh wow that's wild um <laughs> how funny oh the internet it's burned me before i'm not gonna lie um <laughs> so i guess that's why i asked uh yeah. so you do yeah obviously a music 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 household um so at what age do you start playing like was it something that your dad like encouraged in the house does your mom play no <laughs> okay mom um which she knows it and she'd say it my mom is tone deaf like she's she can dance very very oh, well that's um, nice she cannot sing uh but yeah no we started i mean i started singing when i was like three years old wow. and then yeah but i didn't start doing it professionally until i was about 14 14 15 okay so you started, what about like an instrument where you put on in like piano lessons or anything like that? Piano, I started taking piano when I was six or seven, six oh, or wow. seven. Okay. I, guitar did not come to me like it came to my brothers. I've tried and tried and it is like, it's not, it's just not, doesn't compute. Not <laughs> <laughs> mathing math and yeah, so Tristan and Tyrion were like, oh, that's fine. We'll we'll be the guitar players. You know, we got this. I was like, have at it by all means. That's cool. Did you guys jam together or do you jam together? Um, me and my brother actually, um, or my middle brother, my youngest brother, he uh usually is on tour with my dad, but me and my middle brother, we went on a tour, one tour, and it was called the sibling rivalry tour. And after that, <laughs> He called all of our management and he was like, yeah, we're not the Osmonds. We're not, get, we're not doing this. And <laughs> I was like, I was having a good time. He goes, no, he goes, don't get me wrong. He goes, you and your band are so much fun to travel with and so much fun to tour with. He goes, but I just, he goes, this is not going to become a brother sister thing. I was like, that's fine. <laughs> He's like, let me nip this in the bud now. <laughs> he did. Nip it in the bud right then and there. I was like, all right. That's fine. So are you, you're the oldest and then you have two younger brothers? Sounds yeah, like, no. okay. And your youngest brother, you said tours with your dad? Yes. He, um, he runs merch for him. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Do you remember like as a kid or, or, you know, being very young and like either seeing your dad on tour or going with him on tour or, you know, oh, yeah. going to the studio with him or anything like that? Do you have any fond memories? He wouldn't let us go to the studio, but he, uh, <laughs> we would definitely, we'd go on the road with him a bunch. And then he'd bring us out on stage when we were little and we'd sing God Bless America, which was. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was always fun. And um, yeah, we kind of were always with dad, like traveling, doing fun stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, seeing that at, uh, for your entire life was that did you know that you wanted to perform or kind of follow in your dad's footsteps in in, in a way when it came to your yeah. kind of career path you knew that early on oh i definitely did i remember seeing him young and i was like "Ooh, that's what i want to do i was like you get to do that every single night and he's like yeah i'm like 
and that's your job. Like you just get to go up on stage and sing and have fun and like party every night. I'm like, that sounds amazing. And I, it obviously helped that I just absolutely fell in love with country music. Like I already knew what genre, like I, and of course I listened to other things. Like my playlist is all kind like all over the place. Cause one uh-huh. minute it'll be free. The next minute it'll be shaggy. The next minute it'll be, guns and roses like it's it's literally all over the place but there was something about country that i was always like yes like this is just this is it this is what you want to do yeah this is what i want to do and they tried like they were like are you sure like especially my dad he was like are you sure you don't want to do anything else be anything else so i was like no this is what i want to do this is what i want to be <laughs> right that's here. awesome because i remember I've, I've interviewed other artists like that have famous parents or, or musician parents that most of them were saying like, yeah, like they would be supportive, obviously, but in the, in a way of being like, are you sure you really want it? It was almost like they kind of wanted to steer them away from that just because it's such a oh. difficult, you know, My industry. definitely did. Once he realized that I was not giving that up, like I was not going to listen. He finally was like, all right, well then let me help you. And I'm like, <laughs> That's okay. cool. I'm like, all right, that's, that's fair. That's fair enough. So did you like, uh, you were in vocal lessons and those type of things growing up? Vocal lessons for a couple years. Um, I'm actually wanting to look to get back into it just cause you know, you can never. Right. Peak. I mean, like, even the, the biggest of the biggest artists still have vocal. Exactly. Coaches. Exactly. And, um, and I found that just every time I, you know, when I was doing vocal lessons, like I was, there's new things that I want to try, new things that I want to do. So yeah, I definitely want to get back into that. Um, but yeah. And you said uh, you started to do this as a like, profession at, at 14. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that when you recorded the song? You did like a duet with your dad, right? Yep. And was that like your first experience, like being in a studio and, and recording a song? Oh, yeah. It was my first and I swore to God I thought it was going to be my last. I Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause I didn't, I'm, I mean, they had warned me about the studio, but that was the first time going in and actually hearing my, like my voice in real time. Like I did oh, not like in your headphones and everything. Yeah. I did not understand what was going to happen. I didn't know that when I was going to go in to sing that I was going to be hearing myself being played back in my ears in real time. So that threw me off and that was a lot for me to adjust. And then, um, there was just like one part of the song that my dad kept wanting me to sing over and over and over again. And I was like, dad, and even the producer was like, Hey, we can just tweak whatever you're wanting her to do. She's almost there. Like we can just tweak it just a little bit. Or like, I can just hit this one button. And dad's like, I'm not pro tools. You're not going to be pro tool. But I'm so I'm like, uh, so mom goes at one point you're sitting there and she goes, you're looking at me and she goes, your big old eyes. She goes, you're just tearing up. And I'm just looking like, I want to go home. And dad made me reimburse him and work and pay for all the time that he said I wasted in the studio because I was supposed to practice beforehand and I did not. Oh, wow. I mean, he, so that was he wanted to teach you a lesson, right? Oh, and he did. And now it's the funniest thing because I'll go into the studio to record a song and I am so quick now, like in and out. And everyone's like, Oh my God, you're so fast. I'm like, it's because it's the trauma. It's the right. trauma. 
I'm yeah, like, well, it's like he wanted you to be prepared, and now you go in there and you know you're ready for like game time, right? It's not oh, like yeah. okay, let's go ahead and you know see if I can do this and oh, one thousand percent. Because he's oh, like, you're wow. not time because you're not going to waste. Because he goes, time is money, and really, he was showing me time is for real money. Because he was like, you're not wasting my time. You're not wasting the sound engineer's time. You're not. Wa-. He's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. He goes, because that's more money. And I stayed in that studio till I think it was like. 11 something that night and then of course i went home that next day and i practiced practice 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 and then we went in the studio the next time i knocked it out and it was fine but i was like that whole experience i was like if this is what recording a song is like every time you're like i'm done i can't do it i was like i'd I'd die but no (laughs) thank god that was the only bad experience everything else has been really really awesome and fun that's, that's cool though i i love that he did that when he's like no we're and i love that he said no we're not doing pro tools because he's okay. grown up in the age of like i'm just gonna like recording the tape and and all of that where it's if you screw up it's You're done. costly yeah. right you got to go back and get more real and it's like a whole thing or now oh, yeah. if you can just delete it and like the producer was saying oh i could just you know push a button and fix it here in pro yeah. tools it was- one tiny little part and that my dad is truly like a simon cowell like he does not <laughs> care I'm a kid he is gonna he's gonna tell me like it is which i appreciate but yeah no i was like he, the, he was like it's just this one little part all i gotta do is just hit this one little button dad was like no do it again do it again and i was just like i'm gonna kill you like this is ridiculous <laughs> over this but, but he was no. training you. Yeah, that's awesome. Instead of just being like, okay, you like you sing the whole thing and then he stays at the studio later and he's like, all right, we need to, you know, we need to fix this. And he just makes it sound all perfect and then he just gives it back to you. And you're like, oh, wow. Like he's teaching you, hey, this is what you sound like and this is where I know you can get. Let's, yep. let's get to that level. Wow. No, exactly what he did. And I, I definitely appreciate it because it's, it's helped me because ever since then they've been like, why are you so fast? How do you do that? So, and I'm like, my father. My like, let me father. tell you something. <laughs> when I was 14, it cost me this much money to record one song. <laughs> Sanity, but we're good. <laughs> uh, what was the second experience then like? What was the next song you recorded and how old were you? Were you like, okay, I have oh, a little PTSD about going back in here and doing this, but. I went in with, um, so I used to work with Dave all day for a little bit and we went in and um, that was when I really got into the, um, cause we would, rec- I wasn't used to when we would do a co-write, usually you just do like a little voice demo or something into your phone. Well, when you write with Dave, he has all the, you know, he has a studio. yeah, he has a studio. So he has all the bells and whistles and you can record it like right then and there. So, that was probably when I really got into the hang of like, all right, we'd write, then we'd go in and record. And I'd used to, I'd just slap on the headphones and just, we'd, you know, block things out or sing this line. And that was when I really got comfortable in the swing of things. And then when we went to go in to record these last two songs, Porch Light and Texas Hold'em, everybody was like, because it was truly like we went in, it was like, boom, boom. All right, done. Done. I don't even think we were there maybe an hour for both songs. No and, way. Yeah. And they were like, wait, what? And I was like, it is between dad and Dave all day. And just like that. I don't know. That's just what it was. Backwards. 
This episode is brought to you by Dragon Ball Legends, the ultimate Dragon Ball experience on your mobile device. Dragon Ball Legends features action-packed anime action RPG gameplay with Goku, Vegeta, Trunks, and all your favorite Dragon Ball characters. Summon your favorite characters from popular Dragon Ball anime series, such as Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT to Dragon Ball Super. Fight in real time against friendly or rival Dragon Ball players from across the globe in live PvP battles. Enter ratings matches with your favorite Dragon Ball characters and earn rating points and rewards. Unite with friends to defeat powerful foes in co-op. Dragon Ball Legends features the best anime fighting scenes on your mobile device. And now, Legends Festival is on, so you can get up to 300 free summon tickets. Are you ready? Download Dragon Ball Legends today. Available for free on both iOS and Android devices. Why, hello, friends. It is Adam from Bringing It Backwards. And I am here to talk to you about Factor, which I absolutely love. America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. This holiday season, you may be looking for some nutritious, flavorful meals on your jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time and you'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all of those holiday to-dos. The thing I love about Factor is you skip the meal planning, you skip the grocery store shopping, the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up. You get Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals delivered right to your door. They're ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is just heat it up and enjoy. Treat yourself to high-quality, delicious meals over the holidays. Choose from over 35 chef-crafted meals every week that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. Whether it's calorie smart or you're vegan or veggie, you want more protein, protein plus, and more wholesome options, Factor has delicious, dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. I recently had the shredded chicken taco bowl, which was absolutely delicious. It had roasted corn salsa, cilantro, lime, sour cream, Delicious, only 540 calories. Or if you need an extra boost to support those wellness goals so you feel your best during the holidays, there are Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And guess what? That shredded chicken taco bowl I had, not only calorie smart, but it was a Protein Plus meal as well. And all I had to do, super easy, pop it in the microwave for two minutes, delicious meal, 540 calories, and over 30 grams of protein. But Factor isn't just for dinner. You can count on extra convenience any time of the day with an assortment of over 55 add-ons to suit various preferences and tastes. Choose from quick breakfast items, lunch to go, grab and go snacks, and ready to drink cold pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. Factor offers offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. This December, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your doorstep. They're ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. 
And for you bringing it backwards listeners, head to factormeals.com slash B-I-B-T-V-50. That's B-I-B-T-V-50. Use the code B-I-B-T-V-50 to get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash B-I-B-50. Use the code B-I-B-50 to get 50% off. That's code B-I-B-T-V-50 at factormeals.com slash B-I-B-50 to get 50% off. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. So when you are going through, like, like, like what age do you start writing songs or are you doing these co-writes? Was that later? Uh, then, I, I start, mean, 14, I, you record right. a song. And then after that, is it? Because I know you guys did a cover. But so after that, was we, it where you start write, songwriting? Like, when did that kind of come into your life? I was kind of writing... I was writing before I started doing co-writes. Now, by any means, none of them were good. It was just, <laughs> you know, little attempts. And then I think I did my first co-write when I was about 18, okay. I want to say. And then, yeah, I just, I go back and forth. I do both. You know, I'll write some of my own co-write. And yeah, I love it. It's fun. Were you like when you wrote your first earlier songs, would you like bring them and show your dad? Or no, were you buried too? I would, uh, I wouldn't, I didn't sing in front of my dad until I was much, much older. Um, just because I was so scared about what he would say. So whenever I, you know, come up with a new song or like anything like that, I would go sing it for my mom or my Nana because they'd be like, Oh my God, you sound like I sounded like Beyonce to them because they don't don't know the difference. And you're like, I want to get this positive reinforcement here. (laughs) Anything I play them or show them, they're like, Oh my God, that's the best thing I've ever heard. I'm like, Yes, this is amazing. (laughs) So, yeah, you go to dad, he'd be like, That was flat. That was sharp. That was pitchy as hell. And I'd be like, Okay, thank you. (laughs) But it Uh, made better i did i i love that because now like which come to a fault like i'm a perfectionist like i wanted to if i hear something or something's not exactly right or like because i'm also a little ocd too i'm like nope we gotta do it again we gotta get it told it's gotta be perfect it's gotta be mm-hmm. perfect well that's i mean a, a good uh trait to have i would imagine especially when it comes to recording sometimes and, yeah little- music yeah <laughs> When did you start performing? Like, was that something you were doing in, when you were in high school and stuff? Or like, would you go play locally or do like little coffee shop shows or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd play locally. Well, I had always been on stage and performing because I did dance competitions. So okay. I was I had been on stage performing since I was four or five years old. And wow. then but dancing on stage and singing on stage are like two completely different things. So when I switched over to singing, it was like, Oh, like it, I didn't think it'd be that night and day difference. Cause I'm like, you're just performing in front of an audience, but it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's different to describe. It's like a whole different kind of mindset. I figured they'd be this, it'd be very similar, but it was not. Right. And then you have the mic, right? You got to kind of entertain. Oh, yeah. Oh, the first time I went up there, I was so nervous. I couldn't even. I was like, what am I supposed to do? And then I was like, I was standing in one spot like, oh, the first few videos of me out doing shows and stuff. They're probably like, what is this girl doing? Because I was like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, I'm just 
I'm just standing here like. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something you have to practice and work on until you can get like the comfortable comfortable. I mean, yeah, you said you're comfortable on a stage, but it's like now you're the center of attention. Like, OK, yeah, now you got to speak. I, I, you got to. That's do what it was, because you normally you have a group, but, you right. know, you have people on stage with you. And it's like, no, this time it is your sole responsibility to entertain the masses. And you're just like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> um, you was perfect. The next song that you recorded, like, was that the next time you had a chance to go to a studio and do a song? That was, yep. Okay. Yeah, and how was, many years after was that? Uh, from because that was like uh, from just I'm going off of your Spotify, like oh uh, seventeen, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, I was like sixteen, seventeen when okay we when you did that. that. Okay, <laughs> so that was a few years after the the cover that you did, with your dad. Yes. Was it? Yeah. Yes, okay. it was. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, dad's the duet was fourteen, and then yeah, perfect yeah. couple years. So was later. that going? Was that like really the second time you're like, okay, let's do this? And at like at this point, it's your song. Was it? Yeah. A lot different going in, not yep. yeah, singing your own thing versus like a song that had already been recorded at one point. Yeah, that and that was that was weird. Because, you know, at least the first time I had like something to go off of, you know, I had something to listen to. So this was like my song. And I was like, all right, you know, this is going to this is going to be like the real deal this time. So -hmm. that was definitely a cool experience. Meanwhile, I hear that song now and I'm like, I sound like such a baby. Like, Well, it's like, you know, five, six years ago now. Yeah. Six years ago. Yeah. uh, So. Um, and then recently you did Porch Light and then obviously Texas Hold'em. So in the mm-hmm. interim between those two songs, there's six years there. So was it just working on your your craft or were you touring or like like in the in between those, it took a, a minute to to put out another song. Was it just were you just working on your sound yeah. or like what was the reason behind that? Figuring out, you know, figuring out me, what kind of entertainer I am, what kind of music I wanted to do, because you know. I was young and at the time everyone I was listening to, I was trying to emulate and sound like, and dad was like, it's, you know, it's great to have people to look up to. Um, but you don't want to, he goes, I, you know, cause dad goes, I listen to Waylon Jennings. I listen to Charlie Daniels. I try to take little bits and pieces from everyone and just, you know, learn that way. But I don't try to sound exactly like them. I was young. So whatever I hear, I would try to sound exactly like that person singing. Right. So, I mean, I, not even because you're young. I think a lot of people, it's just like an, ins, you're just gonna, yeah. like all you know is what their person's doing, right? Or or you're trying to be like, oh, well, I like that person. So I'm going to try to sing like that. Exactly. It's hard to find your own voice. Nope. I, I think that's got to be the hardest thing is to be it yourself. Really that's <laughs> what I was thinking, like going out and like trying to figure out what my audience, audience likes, what my audience doesn't like. Um, you know, just trying to find the balance, getting more songs, you know, just trying to get everything and then getting the whole business side of everything taken care of. It's it was a it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah, for sure. And so Porch Light, you finally were like, OK, this is it. I want, this is I know this is the song that I want kind of my date, not debut because you had other music out. But like, this is what well, I no, it was. It was definitely a debut because we had perfect. But I was like, you know, this was my. 
the way I looked at Porchlight was this was my official like debut like introduction as like a new artist kind of thing like mm-hmm. hey here's a here's a new upcoming artist and I okay. heard in Texas Hold'em and I was like ooh these are perfect these are I did write, yeah Jada Dryer wrote those so okay and were you in the process with them when they were writing it I or was no not- it was just like here's yeah. a pitch song and you're like okay this is it oh she pitched me yeah she pitched me like a file and I was like all amazing songs and i i heard texas hold and i heard porch light and i was like "Ooh, i was like these two are it like they yeah are like just- what what resonated with you with those songs was it the lyrics or just everything the melodies of the songs porch light was definitely i loved the attitude and i loved the sass of that song because i was like yeah that's definitely my kind of personality mm-hmm. and then um texas hold like she had sent it to me, of course, right when I was going through whatever I was going through with one of my exes at the time. And I was actually, I'd just come back from visiting him in Texas mm. and he had sent me this song. And I just remember listening to the lyrics and every lyric, it, it sounded like something I could have wrote. And I was just like, this is crazy. Cause it was literally describing everything that I was feeling, thinking. And I was like, Oh, well that's a, that's not a coincidence so i right. messaged her back immediately i was like these two songs i want these two songs Do not let anybody else have them and um yeah it was history from there and yeah i, I love those songs no they're yeah they're really good i was cause i'm sure when you're getting songs pitched to you or you know as an artist having to sing the songs and, and make them yours right you'd have to like believe i would imagine when you're going through it you're like okay like is this something that i could sing and be passionate about and like make it authentic is that i mean is that really part of digging through songs like it sounds like you got a file of songs so more than one if i personally if i can't relate or resonate with the song like it's it's not it'll come across fake if I try to sing it like if I'm not feeling it or I can't relate it to me in some kind of way it's not gonna I've noticed because I've tried to do that and it doesn't come across to the audience as well like all the songs I do in my set any song that I record it has to resonate with me or relate like in some way shape form or fashion as like it has to be as if I could have wrote it right right I would imagine that's yeah yeah. being authentic and having it sound like having the passion behind it and the emotion behind it it's got to play a big role in it oh yeah absolutely um with i love the video for porch light you had uh rob mays in the video right is he That's in it boy. yeah i've had him on my show before so Aww. i saw that i was like i think i know that guy and then i, yeah. <laughs> I watched it i'm like oh i do <laughs> oh, that's yeah that's cool a- so tell me about that video. Was that a concept that you had come up with or somebody was pitched the idea to you? No, um, it was pitched to me um, by the director. I was actually in Montana and she sent me the script and like the layout of what was going to happen. And I just remember sitting at the airport reading it and I was like, I could not wait to get back home and to start shooting because all I saw was like, and then she smashes a mirror here and she walks down the hallway and breaks. I was like, I get to break stuff. I'm like, this is so awesome. This is so exciting. So <laughs> the 
the day of filming, we definitely had a bunch of fun. A That's bunch cool. Of fun. That is so yeah. cool. And do you have a video? I don't think you have a, do you have a video for Texas Hold'em? I've seen a bunch no. of live performances for it. Yeah, that that will be coming up. <laughs> ah, okay. So when you and we have some dates coming up as well. Um, yeah. with with uh, your set and your in your live shows, you you have three out, right? I mean, you said the other one is perfect. Isn't really something you mess around with, as far as like you said that's mm. not really your debut was Porchlight. Yeah. So do you, are there other songs you put into your set that we haven't heard yet that are going to be coming out later and. Like how do, like when yeah when we when somebody sees you on tour because you're doing a handful of shows coming up um, yeah when they come out on tour I, I do like a mixture of both you know I have obviously I do Porchlight Texas Hold'em um but yeah we do other songs that um we've wrote and we do of course all kinds of because I I love the '90s country so we do. Mm -hmm you know, my nineties country Queens and their covers. And, um, yeah, but we do a whole bunch of, whole bunch of new music that nobody's, nobody's heard yet. <laughs> wow. And then are some, some of those recorded? Like do you have uh, more music coming out soon? Oh, yep. We sure do. Yeah. I'm actually going into the studio before this year is up. going to knock them out round two. <laughs> That's exciting. Very exciting. And then your tour starts next month, right? Like you're doing Actually, like a week or so? No, this weekend is the first one. They just added oh my. this. Oh, like, wow. A, yeah, they just added this one, like I think last week. So um, I'm in Augusta, Georgia on Saturday, I believe. And then, yeah, that starts. I think I have a show every weekend this month. I'm just like wow. this whole month. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting today's not only is a Halloween, but it's like next month is <laughs> no, oh my God. tomorrow is November. So I'm looking, I'm like, oh, yeah, you got some shows and coming up next month. But that's literally tomorrow. <laughs> Are you doing anything for Halloween? <laughs> Weekend. I'm actually driving to Nashville tonight for the rights tomorrow. I'm going to be writing all weekend and before I and then drive back Friday before the show and then. Oh, yeah. cool. You said you did Halloween this weekend? Mm-hmm. You dressed yeah, up? We, oh, yeah. I was okay. uh, Laura Croft from... Oh, Tomb from uh, Tomb Raider. Yep. And then uh, my brother and his girlfriend were the Peaky Blinders, but then he's dumb. He can never do, like, just a normal costume, so he bought pig accessories, like the nose, the ears, the tail, and he called himself the Porky Blinders. Uh <laughs> I don't even, I don't understand where he gets this stuff, but, um, yeah, we went to the battery and hung out one night. And then the second night we went to six flags and did fright fest and rode some roller coasters, which was fun. And then Sunday night we went to Netherworld, which that scared the crap out of me. Oh, is that like <laughs> a haunted house? Yeah. Okay. They, apparently it's one of the best in the country, which I mean, I believe it. I about peed my pants multiple times, <laughs> but it was about me, but we went with a group of 10 people. And when they jump out and scare, normally they go back in their little hidey hole. Not with me. No, me oh, they fam. follow you no. around. Oh, they follow <laughs> me. I did not. Under I was like, why me? I'm like, there's people. Look, we have a whole group of people. I'm like, why are y'all latching onto me? And they're like, Tyler, it's because you're, screaming and hiding the most and i'm like i got my head down like this i'm like 
trying to, I'm like, just block me in. And there, no, no one was listening. And I'd turn around thinking the monster was gone and they're right behind me. I'm like, yeah, no. Oh, wow. Yeah, they know. They're like, okay, this person's scared. I'm going to just go mess with them then. Yeah. I was like, y'all ain't even trying anybody else in the group. Quick. Oh, that's funny. Well, uh, great. Uh, good luck on the, the tour coming up and enjoy Nashville this weekend. And um, I love what the, the, the couple you have out thus far. And uh, I'm excited for the video for Texas Hold'em you said that you have coming out as well. And uh, I appreciate your time today, Tyler. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Thanks for having me. I have one more uh, question before I let you go. Yes. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Oh gosh. Yeah. Just figure out who you are, figure out what works for you, figure out your audience, find yourself, find your voice and don't let anybody, anybody tell you, you can't do something or try to stop you. In fact, let that be your fuel. Let that be your motivation, prove them wrong and yeah, just go for it. <laughs>